Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick Pekisic from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, I've been looking forward to this show since the last time we had Neil Reed on. Um, get to talk about parking shop again. And you all are excited. We typically don't reveal our guest, even though they've been hearing it on commercials all week. <laughs> That's called a teaser. Oh, oh, oh. I, th- I, I always go... <laughs> Six of the first seven minutes I always go dormant on who it is. Try to, that, you know, that's that's the extent of my vocabulary. You know, I know what a teaser is. I feel pretty Ooh. intelligent over here. Um, the TJ gave me a thumbs up. Wow, I I I, I never had good teasing hair. <laughs> I mean, I'm my four strands. If I tried to tease it, it'd go. Reagan was rubbing my hair the other night, and she kept pulling her hand off and like messing with her hand, and I was. Just, did it a couple times. I was trying to relax. I started thinking I have very thin hair and it's falling out quickly. Oh, no. I said, hey, what's what's going on? Is my hair falling out in your hand? Oh. And she's like, no, no, no. I got a, I got a, a little cut on my hand I was messing with. I was like, are you telling me a story? No, but now, I think my hair is—I think my hair is pretty stable. Man, so I'll—I'll I'll, I'll knock on myself a little bit. Uh, I get my hair cut by the same same young lady, just like you get—you get your hair cut by the same fella, and she's all, she's gotten really popular. And I said, I have to set an appointment right like you do at the dentist, like right before you leave. Wow! And I forgot to do that, and I text her, and I'm like, oh man! I text her, I was like, hey, did I miss an appointment, or did we forget to schedule one? Well, she's like several weeks out now, and so my hair is so long. I'm sitting there at the computer, and Antoine Howard, one of our electrical project managers. He's standing at the door, and he didn't say anything. I'm kind of like, my back's to him. And he goes, boss, you growing a mullet? Oh. I was like, <laughs> he goes, well, rat tail, what you got going on back there? I was like, you need, to let, you need to let Antoine give you a tight fade, throw a couple <laughs> lines in it. I'm sure he knows how to do that. Man, that'd be awesome. I, yeah. I always tell everybody, if I had hair like you, it would either be really long <laughs> or really tight. <laughs> I mean, I would be exploiting it one way or the other. Man, there would be right. no... There would be no middle America haircut <laughs> going on here. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I, I know. I take it I've for had granted. A, I've had to be the calm over king my whole life. I take here. it for I mean, granted. Every time I see my dad, he's like, why are you wearing a hat? You got hair. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I'm like, man, it's long. I got, it's like TJ's got, you got some, you got some locks over TJ's there, buddy. TJ's got great hair. He does. I'm always, I don't envy people, but I am envious. <laughs> He'd probably let you borrow some of that off the back. Man. He could probably do some Trent for locks or something. You could go with one of those mullets where you kind of like bald on the top and you got the thing coming down the back. I mean, I could I could keep a toupee company in business. <laughs> I mean, speaking of Neil Reed, man, have you seen his hair? He's this got guy, some nice hair. I don't yeah. know. It's the, something about the grocery store business. I don't know. And Trent, I, you know, we talked a little bit about this, but the other day he, he sends us both a text and is like, hey, I got something for you guys. I want to come by and bring something to you. And I was like, okay, you know. I had no idea what it was, and man, my man can weld. I hadn't seen it. I saw a picture of it. I don't want to throw you under the bus too hard. <laughs> he got me, TJ. He's supposed to he bring made, it to you this did morning. He made, he made it for us. He made it. And it's a logo of our business. Of the, yeah, Roby, it's a Roby Services business, logo. Of your business. Our business. Not, not no, it's Andrew Roby. It's ours, yeah. It's the, the services side, commercial services. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's, it's a little R. bit, it's easier to do the circle than the triangle. Triangle might be a little challenging. You don't see many natural, you know. My, my, maybe it's a little. I have to ask him. 
huh, I think it's easier to fit triangles together than circles. Well, it's you know it's tough to be maybe the the rebar with the A and the R. That's a little extra step. I, I don't know. Wow, you, won't you ask him that when he <laughs> he comes on the show? Because we'll we do don't have anything else to talk about. Only part two of the parking shop legacy. Yeah, and and if you listen, if you haven't listened to the first one, go back because we're going to pick up where we left yep. off. Stop um, now. Stop. Ooh, collaborate um, and we'll give listen. You Thirty seconds. Nah. My that. kids love vanilla ice. I, I do that all the Scarlett does not like vanilla ice. The mom, dad's doing it again, is what I get. And it made me feel good the other day. They said something about going, riding to school, and they said, well, it's always a party when we ride to school with, with dad. And I th- honestly thought I had been a little conservative in, in our last couple trips. I was like, really? Like, we, we, we be partying? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes like, you there we go. Good. But you got to drop us off down the street. No. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't gone there yet. Exactly. We're going to act like we walk to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're cool up until 100 yards from the school. Then you're not cool. So, so Patrick, when was the fire? What year? I don't I, – you know, I have to look that up. I think you're going to put Come me on, on the spot. man. Do you have that? No, I'm Neil – that's why no, i got to listen to Neil Reed. But it, how, we, how we left off was that period in history. And uh, it was cool this morning I was listening to – I went back and re-listened to it toward the end of the show just so you know, we want to make sure we're keeping things fresh on the At Home with Roby show. And as I was listening to it, you know, Neil told us where he grew up on Remount Road, and I kind of ran that loop yep. a couple of times. And then I slowed down at the house like twice. And what's kind of cool about that is if you haven't been over off Remount Road in a while, I mean, the, the transition of that neighborhood is is astounding. I mean, it's, it's amazing how many of the houses have been redeveloped. Um, I know you know this, but just from the audience's standpoint, but, uh, yeah, we were talking about Neil's dad, who was the fire chief at the time, got the call yep. at the house. There's a fire. He's just getting ready to go to bed, you know, that kind of thing, and found out it was a parking shop. And Neil was talking about um, there was a box of apples that was still remaining, and Biltmore Dairy came up, WBT came up, and they were WBT was airing live right after the fire and during the fire they were there. But old Charles Reed was slinging apples the next day. I mean, it's it's similar to last week we had Chad Henley on Easter Sunday yeah. talking about how, uh, you know, you had a disruption, you had you had a problem, you have COVID, and and how 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 you pick you pick, pull your pants up and get out there and 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 increase sales and figure out how to survive. I mean, I I think the cool story uh, also is he got his people together, his managers that that worked at. Yeah, uh, the store and said, "Hey, we can we can close down and and y'all can go find something else to do, and I'll bless you and help you, or we can pick back up and keep going." I mean, think about that this day and age. Uh, you know, you're right. We're such an eye centric world, and and I don't want to even say that. Give give your associates, your family, your employees that you work with, give them give them an opportunity to stand up and say, "No, let's roll again." There's no doubt oh, in my man. mind our company would. I mean, oh. I just think the culture that that we that we and Chad's company. I mean, that's that's inherited, yeah. and he talked a lot about culture. Blessed, uh, blessed. Uh, you're right, but it's part of the culture, and and that is why when parking shops on the radio on WBT at home with Roby or on, on Facebook everybody's talking about it because of these stories yep. so uh, I can't wait to hear uh, Mr. Reed when we return you're listening to at home with Roby welcome back at home with Roby I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies we are your host Neil Reed part do part do part two two T. Two. Not D. I think that's how they say it down in the bayou with an X at the end. Oh, do. It's do. We, we on round do. Yep, yep. 
Hey, hey Neil, how you doing? I'm good this morning. We we become friends with the Reed family. That's now. it, man. I can't wait to wait to see this relationship flourish. He was he came met met the whole team at the office the other oh, day. Man. Uh, yeah, you're like a walking celebrity in there right now, Neil. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know about that, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> it was nice to meet everybody and, and that, see your place down there. Well, I, I take the emails that you send us, and I forward them out, and they they were like, "You're the guy from the emails." <laughs> and, and they're all so appreciative. I mean, we all no, are. Hey, the, keep them coming, yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I keep saying we got we to gotta do something really cool in our lobby. It's so cool. I mean, th- that's the whole blessing about doing this story and talking about my dad and your dad. I mean, it, it, this is the way you carry your own tradition, right? It, 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 fables is what is, is what life's about. So, uh, oh, it, it, it's a, I've had a couple of cousins um, reach out to me that I haven't had contact with in years and go i didn't know uncle charles moved with answer i mean it's just been great that's awesome i mean right and then it spurs all this other relationship this conversation uh it's great this it is it's great and and the stories we talked a little bit about this on the first segment the stories that you see people coming out of the woodworks telling these old memories about when they were kids at the parking shop and this and that and I'll tell you the underlying theme of all these stories goes back to family, the Reed family, your father, uh, customer service. I mean, white glove service. Just how, how you pick pick your groceries up after you after you shopped, and and all the gimmicks that that your dad did, and, and his people, and just that culture, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, his, his mind never stopped. It 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 just never stopped. And I know the feeling. Yeah. I think we do. Well, Neil, let's yeah. let's, let's jump right in. We left off at the fire. I mean, so we we were talking we were talking about that. We we teed you up on the first segment, slinging apples. The next day, the the makeshift not the makeshift the shack that we called it that you guys have built. That's kind of where we left off, and I know that was really that was really the start of of, of the of the rapid growth that took place, right? Yeah, it. it he was in the shack two years, um, and. That's crazy. Another theme to this whole thing is is full circle. So, if you heard the first part, he started in roadside stands, and so now virtually he's back in a roadside stand. Um, but this one's on steroids. I mean, I think he was even amazed how much business he did in two years out of out of the shack, as they called it. Um, so, it, and I've got pictures of the inside the shack, and it's displayed up just like a supermarket, just stacks of product in it so he was able to run that and then kind of oversee um his plans you know to build this building and and right off his imagination they the the store that burned had a basement under it and i don't know why it was l-shaped so it didn't have a big wide span across it but it was pretty good size and it was 10 feet deep under grade and he's Mm. thinking about how much feel it's going to take and compaction. And he said, rather than do that, spend that on, on filling it. Let's just bridge over it and leave it <laughs> and put a hatch, like a big cellar steel custom hatch over the top of it where I can store apples in it. Um, so people have been parking in the parking lot for years and didn't know they were parking over top of a 10-foot deep basement. <laughs> That's so, crazy. That is nuts. It, yeah, uh, 
I did stand outside with him once, 30 years later, in a tractor trailer load of watermelons had made a wrong turn, and he circles through the parking lot. <laughs> and Dad's wincing. He's grossing 80,000 pounds. Uh, and he drives over to that basement, and that's a never-dreamed trucks would weigh this much back in those days. <laughs> he said it's about to go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And Neil, you and I, when we had breakfast, you talked about unloading those jokers into the into the uh, I mean, because they came just sort of raw in the truck, and y'all had to palletize them, right? Oh yeah, they they came stacked like firewood. Just it it was uh, it took a, it was an art to to load watermelons because they had to be stacked right, or they'd bruise, or or you know, or get mashed. And um, yeah, it, that was uh, that was a lot of work to unload a truckload of watermelons. Man, now, that is, and that was your job. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to get in when shape, in man. School, yeah, um, it's like me. I worked on the loading docks, and by that time we had uh, we had up to ten stores. So it, it was we were getting mm. you know a couple of trailer loads at a time, uh, and that that's how I got in shape for to play football <laughs> on my summer breaks. <laughs> well, so it took two years to rebuild the store. Is that what I just heard you say passively? Yes, uh, it to uh, you remember he had to move the houses, yep. he had to move the street, um, had to have the building drawn. Uh, so it, it it took it took a while to get all that. I can't imagine that he could you couldn't do that in ten years today. Well, I went so, out. Yeah, I know. I went out there the other day and told was t- talking to the crew, and uh, that's why those two side roads run dead into the property because <laughs> that's where the road used to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. And again, to to say you know on the grade and all that, he poured right on top of the road. But then he left yet another basement. Um, this one you could tell if you drove around back. But and I I just can't wait to see what y'all do with it. Is is the the partial basement under that store yeah. where we stored watermelons and built coolers and uh, used it as, as a warehouse. Well, let's 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 fast forward a little bit, Neil, because uh, when when you and you know, we had breakfast with you, and you were uh, you and your brother Donnie were telling us stories um, about the innovations that 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 uh, your dad Charles uh, Charles Reed had with Park and Shop. I mean, you, you had a distribution center that that was a hub and spoke that got all the the the, the produce and. Uh, groceries out to the other locations. Heck, at one point you guys were cooking steaks. I mean, you had a lot of really neat stuff that that we're kind of seeing come back. That you were you all were doing thirty, forty years ago, fifty. Well, really more like fifty years ago. Oh yeah, when um, you know he was given a blank canvas for the first time that he's designing his store. Everything else had been built and he modified. So, um, so he one of the newest things for him in, in this store was a snack bar. Um, and he, he actually had a rotisserie chicken cooker in the snack bar in 19, you know, 59 <laughs> that, uh, cooked chickens just, just like they do today. Like it's n- a new thing, yeah. but, but he was, he was doing it then. Um, uh, he, and he had so much fun with the snack bar. That was just another thing for him to advertise yeah. uh, and promote. Uh, he would run hot dogs, ten cents a piece. Uh, he said they, people lay a dollar bill down and say, "I want 10. And <laughs> he said they actually took the slaw and the mustard and ketchup, and just had to mix it all up together 
and put it on in one swipe or they never would have <laughs> been able to pr- produce it fast enough. Yeah. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. Slaw, mustard, yeah. and ketchup all together in a vat. <laughs> and, then, and then chili. Sounds on top, good. So. <laughs> it's a good old Carolina dog there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and then, Trent, yeah. they had a – Neil, you were telling us at one point, one of the stories, you could literally buy a steak. Tell, tell us about – can you tell that story? Yeah, that was um, the fourth store. Dad built the first four stores uh, in number four – was state-of-the-art. It opened in 1969. It was ahead of its time. Uh, it, it, it just anything new he put in it, scratch bakery, deli, seafood, uh, restaurant, snack bar, he had it all, almost you know over 40,000 feet. And they had like an, the, the restaurant was called Open Pit, and you could buy pick any steak out in the uh, counter, bring it to the restaurant, they 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 save the price the ticket off the the steak so the price of the steak plus ninety nine cent got you a, a salad a baked potato and a glass of tea ninety nine cents Trent mm. yeah yeah and they used to line up uh, at lunchtime uh, and dinner I mean we talk about our, trying to make our business sticky get, getting people uh, to to come. Use our services, and then they go. Oh, I, while I, you know, while I'm here, I can use this service and this service. Thank you for making my life more convenient. That that's the, that's the model. Sixty, seventy years ago is come in and eat, and now you see it in in all these gas stations, quick trips, grocery stores, and uh, they're selling food. They have another profit center. They're buying gasoline or or, or groceries or whatever. I think that is so innovative uh, that your dad was doing that uh, so long ago and and having fun with it. So. Uh, Neil, will you stick around for another segment and let's keep keep chewing the cud? Sure, sure. I'll be right here. All right. We got Neil Reed from the parking shop uh, on the At Home with Roby show. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Parking shop round two with Mr. Neil Reed, son of Charles Reed, part of the Reed family. Do uh, Of course, we're the owners of parking shop. Uh, if you missed the last two segments, go back and listen to them. If you missed the first show with uh, Neil, I'm sorry, uh, go back and check that out. Um, obviously, Park and Shop, uh, a Charlotte staple for years and years. And uh, Neil, I, I got a little ahead of we got a little ahead of ourselves. I think we jumped on to you know cooking steaks and and the snack bar there. And, and I know you want to talk about some uh, some of the you know family employees as well. Yeah, when the when he got the store built. Uh, there on Wilson. Store number one. Store number one. Uh, of course, he's he's got to bring in, you know, all this help all of a sudden. You know that he didn't have a whole lot of help with the shack, so uh, he just reached out. Some of his uh, he got his one of his sisters to come help start up the snack bar because that was a new thing. He needs somebody that could cook. Um, my mother's brother uh, Ace. He was out of the Navy. He hired him to. Uh, look over the meat department, kind of get it going. His his brother Leonard was in the trucking business that was bringing him stuff when he was in Wilmington. He said, well, how about you, you know, he had three tractor trailers. What single store has three tractor trailers? Crazy. So Leonard looked over the trucks, the receiving and shipping, um, but he hired his brother-in-law, uh, 
Guy Rogers to be his produce manager. Guy Rogers is the brother-in-law that drove Dad away from the farm when he was 14. So that's full circle. What do you mean drove him away from the farm, like in a truck? Yeah, so if you remember, if you go back to the to my last segment, um, Dad's 14 years old, sitting on the steps of the farmhouse going, I've got to get out of here. Yep. And he get, gets in the car with his sister and her newlywed husband, uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, that's right. That moved, was from the – I remember. Sure. Moved to Rock Hill. And he lived with them while he found a job. Now, uh, gosh, 20-something years later, he's hiring that brother-in-law to work for him. And in the produce department, to run yeah. the produce department. Yeah, his, 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 his baby. The produce. He loved produce. And I think he got that from when he was in Wilmington. He loved that buying, just hands-on buying. And produce, you had to be hands-on. Um, the Columbia market was huge. And that was the closest, easiest to get to market from Wilkinson. So mm-hmm. dad dad would go to Columbia and, uh, and buy and got to know people and make contacts. And same deal in the market. There's families down there. There's... Um, VB Hook Company that we're all family, and Dad would just call call him up. And it was funny. Like years later, I'm buying produce from them, same family, and then it's their sons. So it's 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 amazing, all the family that that comes together in business. It, it, isn't it so true? I mean, I, I we obviously resonate with that over here at the Roby family of companies and the Hastings and. Just everybody that, that's employed by us and the stories and, and how we're growing uh, the family, which is what I'm so proud of. Uh, I don't know if you if you listened to the Piggly Wiggly show a couple weeks ago. His his key is fresh. It reminds me so much of your dad in parking shop with the produce, with the meat, um, and the stories you hear is how good the produce was, how good the meat was. It seems to be a staple in, I mean, if you want a top-tier Grocer business, I mean, fresh is the key, man. You got to have the connections to get the produce and 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 the the meats uh, on time and, and in shape. <laughs> yeah, we could. It, it, it's so crazy. Still today, I I was in Blowing Rock recently and met a man that owns a store up there, right in in downtown Blowing Rock. And I told him I used to be in the grocery business in Charlotte, and he said, "Where?" And I told him parking shop, and he said. You're famous, and I'm. Oh man, who are you? <laughs> and, and he worked for a big chain in Charlotte, a big chain. And he said, "We shopped your stores several times to try to figure out how you were doing this." <laughs> wow. Well, you just had so many things going on. I mean, your dad sounded like such a fun guy. I mean, talk a little bit about some of the the promotions. I know you, you can only talk about some. You don't want to talk about others, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, with the snow pile, that, that was one that sort of stuck with me. Yeah, this is a, a well-known in Charlotte history, um, and it was in the early 60s. It snowed every Wednesday for three three weeks in a row in March. And they were big snows. And it set records. It's still a record holder as far as I know. And and Dad just kept scraping the parking lot and piling the snow up. So he he made a contest. Guess when the snow will melt? And I don't (laughs) know what the prize was. And people would guess dates and all that. Well, by the end of April, that 
still there, and it's the, the dirtiest. Yeah, dirtiest. it just gets dusty <laughs> and muddy and nasty, doesn't it? Yeah, so uh, Dad just had to have it hauled off and drew a name out of the box. <laughs> it had to go. I wonder how many you know people are listening to this. And remi- just remember when this, you know, that's something so unique. I mean, it's a simple promotion, but it's one of those things that you obviously never forget. I mean, what, what other kind of things stick out in your mind? I know you sent us a uh, you, you sent us a, a picture of about uh, four hundred thousand gallons of mayonnaise. Oh, um, Dad loved to build this place. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was. Uh, I had to look it up. I, I'm cheating. I don't know all this stuff. I'm, well, sure. I'm looking at notes, you know, but. It was a display of 24,000 pints of Duke's mayonnaise. And that was the nice thing about this new store. The ceiling's high. He went almost to the ceiling. He took two-by-eights or two-by-tens and bridged over so you shop through it like a tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) um it but, said, as far as I knew, that was the biggest display of Duke's mayonnaise. I mean, it's, it's it's genius. I remember one. I mean, as a kid, I, I mean, I don't want to go grocery shopping with my mom. That was like the most boring thing in the world. But if you had a daggum bridge of mayonnaise, I'd want to see that. Take me to the bridge You'd of mayonnaise. You'd be trying to knock the leg out from under. It. It'd be playing J- we'd know. be playing Jenga with that thing, you know, as kids yeah. to see what we could knock yeah. over. But that was just one of many. I mean, this is stuff that he had going all the time, or you all had going. I mean, it, there was always something going on at, at Park and Shop, right? Yeah, I don't know how many cars he gave away. Some lady posted on Facebook in one of the things, but her mother won some kind of car there. Uh, <laughs> the, the the one I remember, 1966, Richard Petty was king, and he had a 66 Plymouth, Petty Blue, and they it was just a, a stock Plymouth, but they painted 43 on it, mm-hmm. uh, the dealership Plymouth, the just painted it up to to look somewhat like Richard Petty's car. And I'm a kid, and, and I remember thinking I'm riding in a real race car because we drove it around. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> my brother had to take his driver's test. He, he, Don turned 16, and he said he went in the Richard Petty car. Dang. <laughs> That's first class now. Yeah, please. Yeah, so I could, can you imagine, you know, the guy at DMV coming out and going, we're getting in this. <laughs> You could eat parallel wow. park this race car. Man, yeah. that's some big old Plymouth. Man, that's cool. Did he yeah. did he auction that off? Did he sell it? No, it was a giveaway. Oh, wow. You, Man. you registered for it. And that's a lot um, of watermelons. Yeah. Um, he, um, the independent store, they gave away Mustangs. Pink, I think it was a pink Mustang. Um, and, and other ones. Um, um, it, so many people talk about the... The radio ads, it's parking shop time. That's that's famous. There was like a little he, jingle or something or it was it was a man's voice and he said it's it's parking shop time, spuds, nine cents a pound, only at parking shop. I mean On W V T radio, I'm sure where yeah, these oh, things were oh, airing. Yeah, yeah. In all of them. I mean it uh, so it that was that was famous, and and that's great. The, the man's voice that did that. His name was John Dunnigan, and he was in charge of Dad's advertising. And and somebody even posted this again, and I already knew this that John would would uh, impersonate Arthur Godfrey with mm. an old movie radio guy, and that was the voice he was trying to impersonate in these ads. But 
it, John would. I have a copy of where he went to uh, City Chevrolet. He was looking for a deal on a car to give away um, for the North Trine store opening, and I have a uh, a proposal on a on a new Corvair steal from City Chevrolet mm. that I found it with John Dunnigan's name on it and parking shop. He didn't buy it. We didn't we didn't get that one, but, but that was his job. He went out and found deals or whatever for promotions. That is cool. Uh, <laughs> well well Neil, I want to give a little shout out. On Facebook there's a site called Charlotte Over the Years. You got us hooked up with that. I think there's been some parking shop stuff or I know yeah. posted on that. It's kinda cool. I just jumped on it a few minutes ago. Uh go check that out. If you're listening. Charlotte over the years. Charlotte over the years. Neil, thanks for being with us, man. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing, you know, all this history. Well, we love it, uh, and, and I'm sure we're not done yet. Neil Reed, uh, Charles Reed Family Parking Shop Grocer. We are redeveloping. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Finished up round two of Parking Shop. Yeah, we, round two of, of a 12-round title bout. We got a long, lot of rounds to go. Because we're going to, this place going to be snazzy. Uh, excited about our, our partners and our tenants. Uh, we have two tenants lined up. Yeah. It's the Parking Workshop is what we've renamed right. it. Um, if you, if you hadn't seen it, go right by it. Old Steel Creek Road behind the CVS there, uh, on the west side of that corner. It's really starting to take shape, Old too. Steel Creek you kind of get a, a feel for what it's going to look like. Uh, but, but Simonini, uh, Builders is, um, Alan Simonini and John Tamara, our good friends, are, are going to put their office in there. And we have Old Dominion Insulation. With Jeff DeVood, uh, right? Jeff DeVood. All and, have been on Jeff the show. Jeff and Chris, his brother, uh, putting, putting a Charlotte office there out of Virginia. They have multiple offices all over the southeast. All have been on the show. Please go check them yeah. out. Yeah, in fact, I almost brought Jeff's show up last last when we had Chad Hidley on because we were talking about going behind the scenes, and he was talking about the refrigerated uh, insulation that they do. We were talking about ice cream, how you get ice cream from yep. point A to point B, which is a, a pretty cool story. It all ties back to ice cream. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, doesn't every, doesn't I mean, everything. I mean, meat. No, I, <laughs> yeah. Ask my kids. It all ties back to ice That's cream. That's what I was about to say. I mean, they'll throw in a Dairy Queen. In a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm like, we got ice cream at the house. It's not They're Dairy like, Queen. it's not Dairy Queen. And then Rowan, my voice of reason, goes, we got Dilly Bars from Dairy Queen at the house. I'm like, ooh. Score one point for Rowan. And then they don't, that doesn't satisfy. And then Rowan gets, You already have that. She gets tackled, something different. tackled in the back by the other they kids. They want a blue freeze and a Coke float. Gotcha. Which I understand. I mean, I would... There's not much I wouldn't do for a Coke float from Dairy Queen back in the day. <laughs> and now they have orange Julius's at Dairy Queen. Warren Buffett, such a genius, bought orange Julius. Wasn't there, cool? wasn't there a Saturday Night Live skit about orange Julius's with Sylvester Stallone? TJ, you know what I'm talking about? I don't Please know look what you're talking about. I used to love going to the mall because that's where you would get your orange Julius. East, East Land Mall, East Ridge Mall. In Gastonia and Freedom Mall, all I, had Orange Julius stands. I have never had an Orange Julius. I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm missing Man, out. You need to slap your baby. <laughs> Are you serious? You never had an I've Orange never Julius? Had an Orange Julius. Well, you can go to the grocery store. I used to buy Orange Julius packets. Orange Julius. And you make them. You you'd put orange juice, ice, and the packet in. They tasted pretty accurate. 
but I mean, as I get older and I try to lower my sugar intake, uh, I don't I probably shouldn't eat, be eating packets of sugar in my already sugared up orange juice. <laughs> At least the ice doesn't have any sugar. <laughs> it's made from water. I don't know. Our, we got some, uh, I think a popsicle melted into our he ice, and our ice was that. coming out purple. I was like, why is my ice purple? <laughs> Had a little a little great popsicle in it. It leaked over to the side there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what happened. That'll happen. That can happen. My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. It'll happen. You got to watch yourself with that. So what's up? We got spring. Spring has sprung, yeah. baby. And we just got a picture of number 43 parking the show. Oh, man, isn't that crazy? I mean, my man was giving away cars. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Makes me feel stingy. I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> Let us install an outlet. We'll give you a car. I mean, we can't you want to give a car? We can't do that. We can auction them. We can give them away an old Roby truck for profit. There you go. We already do that on the you corner. You know how many people ask me for a Roby <laughs> truck? Can I have a Roby truck? I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, let me... <laughs> no, I'll no. tell... Zero liability there. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I felt gas prices rising a little bit yesterday. It's stinging a little I hope, I hope it doesn't keep rising. I, I do remember in the early 2000s when it was over $4 a gallon, it really affected our business. Um, it's a, a $260, $270 now is what I'm noticing well, at gas the, prices, in Charlotte. I mean, affect every business. I mean, and, it's, it can uh, hurt the I hadn't economy. paid, I don't think, filling up my dad's pickup truck since I since I inherited that thing six years ago. I don't think I've spent $80-plus to fill up my tank, and I did. Mm, so. It's a big old tank. 33 gallons. I was on E, homie. Mm. It was like 33.4, mm. and it's a 33-gallon tank. I think it was coming up the nozzle. Man, that'll give you that'll give you a little anxiety. I was on E the other day on E, and I w- reached down to get my wallet out of my pocket, and I'm like, "Oh no!" I remember riding up to Bryson City with my dad, <laughs> and you get on that interstate or highway, whatever it is, going up through there, and uh, he 81. was on he, he was on zero, and he got nowhere electronically. And I'm like, "Dude, what are you? Why'd you let it get to this?" He's like, "I oh, would be all right. Just keep going. He's got Maybe another fifty. Right. Got another fifty in it." I'm like, "Man." But uh, we went up to Bryson City. I got to reminisce on some of those memories of my dad going up there. I used to make my dad, my brother, and my Uncle Donnie go up there and have board meetings. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go have a board meeting. You know they loved it. They did. What are we doing? Make them do anything. We go eat at the the Papa Bear Breakfast House. They bring a two-by-four and be like, is this the meeting you want to talk about? Yeah. We'll we'll get another pickup truck. (laughs) Mm. The good old days. Hey. These are the good old days. We're trying to make memories. Thank you for being here, Neil Reed. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Ho- hopefully you laughed and reminisced a little bit. Go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a positive day. Thanks for listening. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.